Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey. Brian. Ken. You're back. I am. I missed you. I missed you guys too. Gosh, we all missed you, but Robin... Has been holding it down. Thanks, Robbie Lou. Hey, shout out to Robin. She's amazing. Yes, she is. All right, so let's get right into it because it's all types of goodness happening today. Right. (laughs) So we have a guest in the building. Well, not actually in the building, but you know. Y'all know what we mean. (laughs) And another male. Yay. Yay for us. Right. You're in a roll. I know, girl. It's like number three. Let's go. (laughs) This is the only good way to have a lot of males. (laughs) On the show. <laughs> um, so today, uh, we'll get with our guests a little later, but today we're talking about persistence and mindset. Ooh. Girl. It's heavy, girl. Mm, the road is long. In what, let's travel far beyond <laughs> between. What, the road what? is long and rough sometimes. <laughs> Raggedy, straggly. Ooh, girl. <laughs> All kind of stuff. So, what thoughts come to mind when you think of persistence oh i think about just not giving up mm-hmm. like perseverance just not quitting i want to quit like every day every other day <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> funny because i was talking to some of my other friends and i mentioned it and i think they looked at me like what but like seriously like every day like in my mind Something comes about, and I'm just like, I'm over it. I just don't want to do anything anymore. It's not working. It's not going to work out. Like, the light will never shine. <laughs> right. It's um, like human nature, right, though? Right. And so the crazy thing is, the other day, one of my students um, came into my office, and she considers herself a very dark person. She is an atheist, so she says. self she, right, right, she's 15. She doesn't know what she is. But in her mind, she's an atheist. Okay. And she was dealing with something that was pretty heavy. She just kept crying and crying. And she's just like, everything's my fault. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just can't go on. And it really just made me think of persistence at that moment. Like, so I told her, I know that you don't think that you believe in God, but I need you to believe in something because when it gets hard, like, that's what I refer to to kind of push me through. I was like, girl, so, girl, if it's the moon, a tree, or something. <laughs> Wait a minute. You ain't. Did you tell this child the moon? The I tree? did. I told her that. Because she said she didn't believe in God, you know, and I think he's awesome. But, you know, All right. All right. I have to push it on her in a subtle way. So, um, but I was like, you got to believe in something. Because I know for me, when everything is just like, ugh. Right, you got to have that foundation yeah. to go back to. It's to, the word. Right. It keeps me going. Like, I'm laying in my bed like, I'm horrible. I suck. <laughs> and then, like, the spirit slaps me and is like, um, <laughs> didn't I say that you are the head and not the tail? Right. And I'm like, okay, spirit. <laughs> I guess I can move on to another day. Right. Do you have any examples of your personal persistence or anyone that you admire showing any type of persistence absolutely so i think about like just being the first generation graduate of college then grad school like oh yeah i mean that was like hard it got hard at times like of course i wanted to quit every day being a biology major like i was reading like chapters on chapters on chapters right it was definitely hard being away from home and like starting off school with my friends you know how i go mm-hmm. you start off with everybody and then they trickle on off right <laughs> everybody go home or drop out or quit yeah. or something like that so it was hard to stay especially being away from home so mm-hmm. i stuck through that and then being in grad school working full time <laughs> Girl, I know you can relate to that. Girl, let me tell you about this graduate school. 
that was the first thing that popped into my mind when we decided we would talk about this. Right. Because I'm like, well, I mean, I just never think that anything in my life is like super bad or super tough. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, grad school almost took it out of me. So I was working a job overnight, 12 hour shifts. Okay. 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. I would get off of work, go home, change clothes, drive an hour away, <laughs> go to my first class. Child, I'm tired already. <laughs> <laughs> take a nap in my car, go to my second class, drive home, get home, do some type of work, go to sleep to have to get up in tears to go to work again. And then let's not add when I had to... um Add in doing an internship. So it's pretty much like I have two jobs. Right. And I'm driving to school. Girl, I remember. Oh, child. Like, <laughs> I think I became anemic. My thyroid was cutting up. I was eating horrible. Yeah. Skin was bad. It was just bad. And I really wanted to give up. I remember calling my mom. Um, it must have been like in April or May of my last year. Yeah. And I was so tired. Like, that was the biggest thing. I was tired. I was like worn out. And I call my mom, and I'm just, like, almost in tears. And she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty much, I just can't do it anymore. Like, something has to go. Like, this job, school, I don't really know at this point. Like, I'm delirious. It's, like, 10 p.m. I don't know what to do. And she's like, you're almost finished. Right. You're almost finished. Just keep going. I'm like, well, I didn't care. But I had bills, so I went back to work. Right. But um, it's so crazy now because I'm in my fourth year as a school counselor and I really don't remember the pains right. of going through it and it was rough right like I can barely stay up right past 10 p.m these days so I was working overnight girl but I don't remember it and I feel like it was all worth it right because at this point I don't feel like I work at all right like my job doesn't feel like work so I remember the process, but I just don't remember the pain. Right. And so that was one moment for me when I was just like, okay, I was extremely persistent, girl, because it was plenty of days I was like, mm, just going to drop out. Right. <laughs> I think it just makes you appreciate your degree and your accomplishments more as well. Because mm-hmm. like you said, in it, you just like, Lord, if I just, I didn't have the same experience as you as working overnight, but I just couldn't imagine just like working overnight. And trying to go to grad school. I did it in the daytime and was struggling. So, Girl. I was just one more minute. I mean, and you remember my struggle. Like, once it was over, I was done over it. Didn't want to celebrate it. Didn't want to Right. Do- <laughs> we were like, uh, Brandy, let's celebrate. You're like, no, Mm-mm. whatever. It's over with. <laughs> I appreciate Put them letters behind my name and let's call it that. Because right. I have worked hard for these letters. So, I mean... At the end of the day, though, to see that on my desk or on my business card, like, Jesus, I couldn't have done that without you. Like, because it wasn't nobody there. Mm. You can't give nobody the credit but God for right. that. <laughs> and that's just the crazy thing about it. Like, when you're in it, like, you do not see, like, how is this worth it? Even if it's, right. like, a dream that you had, you're like... How is this worth it? This is so hard. Like, it's easier to give up. Right. But then I'm like, if I would have given up, I would really still be working at the job that I had and I would rather stab myself right in the eye in the eye with a needle (laughs) several times maybe dirty I just oh (laughs) that job was let me tell you something right right (laughs) but I think about like the people the like known professional people Mm -hmm. today and even that aren't living that sacrifice if they would have given up we wouldn't have our Michael Jordans, who got cut from his high school basketball team. Mm. Oprah Winfrey, who <laughs> got fired from her first anchor job, girl, because she was too invested child, in her they stories. They fired Oprah, child. They fired Oprah and mm-hmm. B-more, girl. Mm-hmm. What y'all doing out there in Baltimore? Right. <laughs> Jay-Z. Mm. <laughs> Couldn't no record label assign him. He went through the struggle? Can't. <laughs> Can you imagine? Who knew? What? Okay. This multi-millionaire Mongol. Right. <laughs> Billionaire. I'm sorry. My bad, Jay. Right. Billionaire. Okay. Mongol. Count all his coins. Okay. Please. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> you know, um, I think about those people. Mm-hmm. And if they would have quit, we wouldn't have, you know, what right. we have today. Right. And it really makes you think like, you know, in my mind, I feel like I'm the best counselor on the planet. <laughs> 
That's right, because you are, girl. Thank you. Like, where would these kids be without me? Okay, probably in school doing the same thing. But, <laughs> you know, you have to look at it. It's like, what I have to offer the world is too great right. for me to give up and not do it. Right. You know, because somebody's waiting on you to be amazing. Absolutely. Girl. And it's sometimes it's hard to, like, see that, like, when you see people in their glorious moment, you forget that there was, like, a struggle to get there. Right. They see the right thing and right now, and they don't think about the 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 process that it took to get there. And some people have a process. Huh, and that process could have broke you all the way down. All the way down. Right. So, well, we got somebody with us today who has a process. All right, now. I'm so, ready. Me too. So, we will take a quick break and be right back with our guest. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade, hit the like button, and share it with some friends. All right, guys, we are back. So today we have celebrity trainer to the stars, Corey Kaye, in the virtual building. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Corey? What up, what up, what up? Hey. Right. Um, so Corey is a new friend to the show, but a personal friend of ours. But first, let's get into this celebrity trainer stuff, okay? Because Corey is out here doing big things, all right? You know, I'm just trying to, like, get on a coattail around here. So (laughs) he is a celebrity trainer. He is making all kinds of famous people sweat. Um, he was a trainer for Fantastic Four, uh, which had... Michael B. Jordan. Uh, he was a trainer for Creed. Okay, that movie was really, really good. I and wish I could see me on fight and got my boxing gloves. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> he also, okay, just wrapped up, all right, a big training gig for the Marvel movie Black Panther. Man, that's awesome. What? So many people are excited about this movie. I know, right? I'm not really into Marvel, but if it's black... I'm there. <laughs> also, too, like, gosh, Corey, like, how many commas? We put behind your name. Also, um, he is on Khloe Kardashian's show, Revenge Body, right. cutting up. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. He has a lot of things going on, so we're very excited. He carved some time out of his very busy schedule to sit down and talk to us about persistence and mindset. Um but we personally know Corey from, I don't even know how many years it's been, uh, some moons ago. Corey and I dated. <laughs> and so, uh, and we have managed to keep a friendly relationship through much prayer and forgiveness. <laughs> so, um, let's get right into it because I'm just excited to have you on the show. You know, I know your story. Um, so I'm glad that you can share it with people. So Corey, can you just start from the beginning, like the womb beginning? The womb. Yeah. Well, first, um, I'm so thankful that you all, you know, have me on your show tonight. Um, and you know, so it's a pleasure to be able to continue to inspire and reach out to people, you know, that's been following me, knowing me and just, you know, interested in doing better in life because, of course, like we said, you know, the mindset and persistence is basically what got me where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. Um, we say from the womb, man, you know, you're right. You have seen a lot of my journey, and, man, it has been a long journey. Um, I recently, and I'm, I'm going I'm to talk about this because it's really surprising me. We talked about this the other day when somebody said, Corey is a part of the Illuminati. <laughs> because he woke up one morning and he was a celebrity trainer. He was famous. People don't really know the backstory to that. They don't know that the trials and tribulations I went through. They don't know the, the the loss I had to take. They don't know the sacrifice. They don't know the struggle I went through to get where I'm at today. Right. Now, yes, my my journey, um, it wasn't traditional. It was very unorthodox. It was very uh it was very different. I believe that um people told me all my life I had favor. I didn't understand what that means. You used to tell me that you had favor on your life. I didn't know what that mean, what that meant at the time. And I now understand that when God when God says you when people say God has favor on your life, I understand that. Um, we all I believe we all have favor, but some some of us are not accepting to it or they're not ready for it, so they don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, my story started back a long time ago. You know, I grew up in a house 
lost my mother at four years old. Mm-hmm. That was that was very hard. So I grew up without with a, a missing piece. You know, they say that your mother protects you from everything that goes on in the world. She protects you from the hurt, the hurt, the harm, the danger. She protects you from that. So everything I went through in life, I had to figure out on my own. I was raised with six people in a house and a dog, um, mm-hmm. and it was rough. I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, and I went through what a lot of kids go through, which is being on the street. Mm-hmm. I don't tell a lot of people the full story. People don't know. Like I was a, 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 a corn boy. Mm-hmm. When I say that, 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 that no days off don't come from from working out. It come from being on the block from eight in the morning to eight in the morning. Um, that was a hard part of my life because the street really raised me. Mm-hmm. That that made me understand what struggle was, what being, what having courage was, what really hustling was. Um, I really believe I'm a natural born hustler. Everything that came in, came to me in my life, I had to really work out. I had to work hard for it and go get it. Um, throughout my, my upbringing in my life, I've experienced a lot of, uh, like I said, a lot of loss, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, but it made me who I am today. Um, as I got older, I had a kid when I was like 19 years old. Mm-hmm. That was a big, big, big shocker to me. Um, it was a, it was the best thing that ever happened to me when I think back to it right now. And I'm thankful for my child, Camilla Kaye. Um, she helped to make me the man I am today because responsibility is what happened. Yeah. Me being responsible for my actions. A lot of people don't understand that when you do something, there's an action to your reaction. Mm-hmm. And that happened. So I had to really grow up really fast. Um, to jump forward a little bit, uh, I was working for the Postal Service for like eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, a really good job. Yeah, you, you remember the post office. Yes. Um, you, were yes. There, <laughs> you were very much there. Yeah. I was out there foot soldier in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, every day delivering mail. Ooh, in the heat. Not no that. Right. Yeah. I used to be out there with a hoodie on, <laughs> mm-hmm. long pants on, talking about I was getting in shape. <laughs> day, I was always trying to get in shape. Right. Being out there on that mail route. But, you know, the mindset of being out there, I didn't understand that everything I was going through in my life was preparing me for where I'm at today. Mm. Um, to go back a little bit, I'm going to jump around, so just just stay with me. Okay. Um, when I was out there in the streets, one thing about being in a game is it's hard to quit. Anything that comes easy to you, you want to continue to make it come easy so you don't want to leave it. Mm-hmm. I made the decision to quit. I believe God told me, he said, if you trust me, I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before going into the postal service, when I said I quit, I remember quitting in around, it was around like April 2004, 2005, so no, 2004. And I got to the point where I didn't have anything. And I got a call from the post office June 28, 2004. And they told me to come in for orientation. That's when I said, that's when I heard God say, I got you. Mm. Um, From that moment on, I started to work. I worked so hard every single day. Because I knew I, I didn't want to go back to what I was. The one thing is, because God told me he was going to take care of me, I wasn't going back on that. Because I wasn't about to see what he can do when he punishes you. I don't want to feel that. Mm. So I knew I keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Working for the post office was one of the hardest things ever, I feel like. People see that, that the mailman out there every single day, and he's delivering mail, doing this and doing that. Every single day, six days a week, I would be out there delivering to over 1,800 houses in the heat, like I said. Mm-hmm. I knew that life was going to be more than that. I knew that I had something better in my life, but I didn't know what it was. I heard you talking earlier about sometimes we're going through things in our journey, we don't even know that we're preparing ourselves for our big day. Mm-hmm. I had no idea where it was going. And that was that mindset of, you know what, no matter what, I'm just not going to quit. Right. Move forward a little bit, I decided to quit the post office. I quit the post office in 2010. It was uh, like around October 2010. I wanted to be a trainer. I told myself recently before that, I said, I want to make money working out and training people. Mm-hmm. That sounds so crazy for a person in a little bit of Baton Rouge that <laughs> they want to quit a government job. Mm-hmm. That's a state job to go out here in the world and go to a job where you don't even know if you're going to get paid for it. Mm. You don't even know if somebody I'm trained with you. You don't even know if you have the skills and the mindset to be able to withhold and withstand that job of being a trainer. Mm. <laughs> I just quit. <laughs> I stepped out on faith. Right. 
which is the biggest thing, and pause for a second, talk about that for a minute, which is the biggest thing that people are afraid to do, step out on faith. People are so afraid to get out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. People are afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow, so they try to always live in today. Mm-hmm. I see that. Either you're living in today or you're living in yesterday. Yesterday is over. You're afraid of what can happen today to make a better future tomorrow. People are afraid to step out on faith. Mm-hmm. I see so many individuals that I talk to weekly, every day, that are afraid to just take that step. At the end of the day, when you think about it, you're the only person that can control your life. I think it was around the time I was dating you and I remember me saying that I really could be whatever I want in this world. It was 20, I was about 26 years old, mm-hmm. if I'm correct, when I said I could be whatever I want. I didn't realize that because everything I was doing in life, I was always trying to get to the next place. I was always surviving. I was always trying to make it. There's going to be a part of your life where you stop trying to make it and you are making it. Mm-hmm. That was the mindset that I had. I'm tired of trying to make it. I'm going to make it. That's right. what made me step out on faith. Pushed me to where I need to be at today. Mm-hmm. I quit in the post office. Like I said, I started training in the gym. And I went through everything And when it comes to training in the gym. And let me just say this publicly. <laughs> Thank you for serving in my application. <laughs> Max Fitness to be a personal trainer because you're actually the one, and yes, she is the one who turned in my application so that I could become a trainer. Oh, we, I waited. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> 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 Granted, we may have, you know, been praying to get through what we were going through, but she Ooh, still turned uh-huh. in an application to help me further my career to be one match today. So, you know, the people in your life, no matter whether it was good or bad, they did something for you. Whether mm-hmm. they taught you something, you learned something. And you got something from it, but it just better you. Um, everything you go through in life, there's a lesson in it. All right. By, quit, by, by quitting the post office and going to be a personal trainer, that's when I knew that I had all of the ability to control the outcome of my situation. Right. That one phrase right there is something that I stand on. Because if you think about it, when people tell you you versus you, that's really true. Who can really stop you from being what you want to be? Who gets in front of you? You're the only person that can stop you. I don't care. It's not a person. It's not the one that can stand in front of you from getting to your goal. You are the person that can stop you. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing about mindset and being persistent is you got to always push forward. You have to have the mindset. And that goes that, that subject when I say, I mean that quote when I say you have the ability to control the outcome of your situation. That's all mental. Because the only person that's going to stop you is you. And that's goes that's persistent to say, you know what, I'm going to keep moving forward. You couldn't have told me years ago that I was going to be one of the top celebrity trainers in the world, not in the United States, not in the city, not in the the, the, the county, in the world. Mm-hmm. People reach out to me from places I've never even heard of. <laughs> when people tell me, they say they email me and say, because of you, my life is changing. That does something for me because I realize that my journey is bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. Why do you do it? It's not about me. It's about mm-hmm. that little boy. It's about that young lady. It's about that old man. It's about that person that's retired that say, you know what, what is next? The thing about what is next is you still have more life to live. You have to live it. Mm-hmm. That's what I told myself I was a youngster. I wasn't going to let nobody put me in the back. I was going to always push forward to be in the front. And right now I'm in the front. Yeah. My journey has been very hard. It's been hard, but it's been great because I've learned so much. I've learned who I am in the middle of a situation. I've learned how to deal with situations. I'm the only... African-American male, I'm just saying that, in the movie industry that gets paid by studios to do million-dollar movies, Marvel movies and such. Right. I'm the only black fitness person on on cable TV, not talking about a DV, not a DVD, talking about like cable TV, the only black fitness person in the world doing that. That's awesome. This is the same guy that, that was because he was on a block years ago. It's the same guy that was working at... I ain't going to say 8 to 5 because I used to get off from, and go to work at 8 and get off sometime at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm the same person who used to pawn stuff, who used to donate plasma, who used to go 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 borrow money, money, paycheck loans, or whatever I need to do to make sure that I, I had it, my, my daughter had as well. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have told me I was going to be here. My favorite scripture, Proverbs 3 and 5, say, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. All thy days acknowledge it, be sure that I wreck your path. Hmm. That Speak that word. My life. <laughs> you better know the word, Corey. <laughs> oh, hey. That is my life. Yeah. I trust no man but God. 
that's it. I used to worry about things, but when I when I realized, I go back to it and say, you know, what, if you brought me this far, why would you stop now? Right. right. That it's true, and it's that your best is yet to come because I'm just getting started. But mm-hmm. the, the, but what I'm here to tell people is that don't give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to first set yourself up for for success by thinking about it. If you think it, you can really achieve it. Right. But you have to really be be consistent and be persistent about moving forward. It's called having faith in your face. <laughs> I just tweeted that the other day, and people, and people was like, faith in your face. They think about it. You ask God for something, but then you try to do it yourself. Have faith in him that he's going to take care of it at his time. So have faith that you have faith in yourself to go believe and know he's going to come through for you. Mm-hmm. Have faith in your faith. Right. That's all the, all the tools that I need to be successful and be one man today. <clears throat> All right, so sometimes you need double double levels of faith <laughs> to get you through. <laughs> you do, you do. A lot of people don't believe in themselves. Yeah. How are you gonna expect somebody else to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself first? That's a question that I have to ask people over and over again, especially in fitness, because fitness is one thing. The thing about fitness is it's one of the hardest things, but it's the only thing you can really control. Mm-hmm. You think about it, that's your body. Right. Nobody can nobody nobody gonna force feed you. Nobody's gonna pick you up and go. You have to want to do it yourself. I get asked the question. I say, they said, Corey, how do you do this every day? I say, because if you want something bad enough, you're gonna get your butt up and do it. Right. If you want it bad enough, you're gonna take the time to put into it to do it, to get it. The only thing that stops anybody is themselves. Right, right. You know, I, I I watched you over the years, and you, you talked about when you was when you was going to school. I remember you wake you you, you I remember that night shift. I remember that night shift. <laughs> you have to wake up. You 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 would have to go either go to to drive to Hamlin to go to school, and then you would come back. And you still find time to come see me with my craziness. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I was crazy. I was working out. I was bailed out. It was all kinds of stuff going on. It was hot outside. You know, it was just a lot yeah, crazy. we were but, crazy. Okay. Yeah, you are. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. All right. All right. All right. Okay, All that's right. enough. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you think about it, and I heard both of you talking, you know, the being a first-generation college, college grad, B, and Kendallin, you going through everything you went through to get that, that, get that master's. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, you have the choice to quit. Both of y'all, y'all could have quit anytime y'all wanted to because y'all could have done something that was easy, but we all know things that's easy don't last long. Mm, all right. <laughs> um, um, boy, I got a word today. Well, he kind of sound like a pastor on that one. <laughs> so, Corey, I want to have, I have a question. Um, a couple of things came to mind. Before I ask my question, I do want to make a statement. Um, because when you were talking, it made me think about how important preparation is because I saw you as a postman. Okay. Like y'all, he was so serious. Like his meals were prepped. Corey was not out here trying to eat bad. He was taking his food on his route. (laughs) He was parking that little truck, like way down the street and walking. Like he was preparing (laughs) for something, even though he didn't know what it would be. He was out there working hard. So, I mean, that preparation has always been there. You know, this isn't something that just happened because you are on TV now or working with famous people. Um, And back then, I'm like, is this dude crazy? Like, eating just like tuna out the can? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just drinking eggs and oh, my gosh. Just stuff that regular people don't have to do. Right. Oh, and <laughs> You know what, Corey? I got a little quick story, too, to tell <laughs> to kill me. But so we had decided, I don't even know why I agreed to work out with you and Kendall in one day. <laughs> Corey, I had all kind of cramps, Charlie horses. I had an asthma attack. You wasn't trying to hear nothing. You was like, get it. <laughs> Come on, let's get it. So you have always been that motivation. Your mind, Like you said, when you put your mind to it, you got to do it. Like you wasn't letting me give up. You wasn't letting me quit. I was finishing that workout. <laughs> I think I had to literally lay on the ground for you to stop. 
<laughs> but you were so serious. Like, you would not let me quit. And you was like, B, you got to tell yourself, you could do this. You could, like, I just remember you motivating me so much in that workout. <laughs> that was the only workout. I didn't even know. <laughs> Wait. She said that was the only workout, Corey. Hey. You done ran her off. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, they come, they get a, they get a, a quick, a, a quick sip of it, then it's like, you know what? That's too strong. I'm gonna just wait. Gonna just wait. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you come, you come back, you know. But I mean, that's I never knew that I had that. I didn't know my life was gonna be like a motivating piece to inspire others. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that what I went through, and like you say, preparation. Like I had no idea that what I was doing, I was training myself, preparing myself mentally and physically to be on this big platform, on this big stage that I'm on. I hadn't, you couldn't have told me this. I used to be on the route, like envisioning, because when you're on the mill route, you're by yourself. So mm-hmm. you know, I talk to myself, but I ain't really answer myself. I just talk to myself. <laughs> I used to imagine being in a spotlight. I used to think about training. I used to think about looking a certain kind of way. I was always thinking about something. Yeah. When I did with myself out there, it was like, I transform my body. Mm-hmm. I transform my body. If you, there's no way you can transform your body without transforming your mind because it's the hardest thing to do, like I said. I used to be out there every day. The way I want my food was I took my food, I set it on top of the truck, and I did a loop. Mm-hmm. It was so hot out there. The heat from the metal is like a microwave, and it was in a plastic uh, container. So when I got back, it was like it was on. It was it was very hot and ready to be served. <laughs> Me. It was every day. This is every single day. Mm-hmm. I wanted it so bad. And you, if you want something really, really bad, you have to do what you have to do to do it. Don't take the shortcuts. Don't stop. Don't quit. Just keep going. I promise your day will come. Mm-hmm. It's kind of vain of me, but I Google myself kind of like every other night. <laughs> well, I, kind of vain. No, I'm going to tell you why I do it, because I always want to know what's going on with me. I want to know who's talking about me. I want to know who, who who did I inspire? Who reached out to me? Who said this? I want to know because I want to know. I'm, I wasn't born in the fame. I didn't play no college football and go to the NFL to be where I'm at. I am a celebrity trainer. That's it. There's so many trainers in this world. The, the, the highest they get is being a strength and conditioning coach for a college or for a football team or just being at a gym that they never leave. I decided that that wasn't going to be my role. I said I was going to be the top. So I said when I got to Hollywood, I was going to be the top celebrity trainer in Hollywood. I did that within a year. There's guys been in Hollywood training for five to six to ten years. I did it in one year. My struggle out there wasn't easy either. I left. I left comfortable bad news from being one of the top trainers around. And when I went to LA after I did Fantastic Four and Creed, I went out there and I experienced the Hollywood struggle. I experienced. Airbnbs, rent cars every day, sleeping in my car, training it from one side of town to the next. And it's not like living in Baton Rouge where eight miles is going to take you eight minutes or ten minutes. Eight miles take you an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I experienced these things, so nothing came to me easy. But I did not quit. And the reason why I didn't quit is because I thought about everything I have been through in life. Mm-hmm. If I didn't quit back then, which was stuff that was much harder, if I didn't quit when somebody had me in the street, laid on my back, with weapons to me. You think I'm going to quit right now? If you didn't take my life, then I'm not going to let this easy stuff stop me right now. Corey, so... I'm sorry. What were you saying? I was going to say, LA is known for being one of the most superficial and vain places to be right now. How do you keep yourself grounded in all of that? Honestly, I stay in the gym. I'm gonna be honest with you. So, being in the like, like I said, I I've become like this celebrity trainer, which I've become a celebrity now, which is so weird. When I said I try not to say that, I want to stay humble. We talked about this word last night. <laughs> yes, um, stay humble. <laughs> but being being in that world, you have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Problem with people when they move to LA, they trying to they trying to fit in. They trying to be like they trying to define themselves through people. Let me say that again. They're trying to define themselves through others. Mm, right. You want to fit in the in crowd, so you start acting like the in crowd. How about you go in the crowd, and you become the leader, and people follow you? Right. Everywhere they go, they say, Corey, you're different. I say, I know, because I know who I am. LA is full of fake, full of phony, superficial. I, don't, I stay in my lane. 
I keep my head down. I keep moving. I do my, I do the Hollywood stuff, and then I'm back in the gym. You can make it out there. People fall short because they try to be somebody that they're not. See it all the time. Friends I met get to L.A., they forget, they fall off. I was not going to let this city take me under. I was going to take the city under my belt. And that's what I did. L.A. is a big place. It's a, I'm probably never moving back to the South ever. Oh, I love it oh man. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love the South, but I mean, it, L.A. has been a blessing to me. and It's, just, it's, just, it, it's, it's funny because it, it keeps growing. I have so much going on. It's like I can't even enjoy one thing because something else just happened. And I'm blessed and I'm happy about it. That's you nice. know, um, I never, I stay focused on my craft. I stay focused on my craft. Like, I love training. I love working out. Like, it's an addiction. Because I know the body, I will never be perfect. The only thing that's perfect is God himself. Mm-hmm. And because I'm not him, that gives me something to work towards every day. I can work towards perfection. So if I don't have time to be Hollywood and be caught up in all that when I'm always working on self. And that's a big thing. People need to work on themselves. People get caught up in everybody else's board and get caught up in what they're doing. They forget about self. And then what happens is you lose yourself. Then you become complacent. Then you be, after complacent, you become stagnant and you start moving backwards because you forgot who you were in that moment or in that situation. I know who I am. And going to L.A., I was able to be who I am, and I was able to, t- I, I took over that city. I don't want to say take over completely, but I'm well known. And that's, that's, that's amazing to do that. I'm from the South. I'm from I mean, New Orleans and Baton Rouge. Who, who would have known? Like I said, who would have known? I would be celebrity trained up with stars. But Twitch would still trust me out, and I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to say this. Some of, the, some of my clients, Lance Gross, Terrence J., Michael B. Jordan, um, Roxy Diaz, um, John Boyega, Chadwick Boseman, all these different people who I'm close and cool with. You could have never told me that these would be my close friends. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember watching House of Pain a long time ago. It was still on. It was. It was still on my uh, DVR, and I remember being on the phone with Lance one day. I said, "Boy, you on my DVR? <laughs> I've been watching you. I, 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 I was hoping to meet you one day. I, I didn't even know this was going to happen, but God had a plan for me." Mm-hmm. I just had to stay in my lane and keep going. What if you focus on what you're doing, go ahead. <laughs> what advice would you give your younger self or someone going through the same journey that you went through? Don't quit. Understand that your journey is only going to get better. Your journey, you're supposed to go through it. Keep pushing forward. Take your time, take one day at a time, stay consistent. Never cut yourself short, never sell yourself short. Believe in what you want to do and keep moving forward. It's going to come. Do not give up on yourself by any means necessary. Do not quit. Keep your head up and keep striving to push forward. And it will happen. Right. So, Corey, you definitely have a lot of confidence. I mean... You motivate everybody, you know. If Corey just raises his voice, I'm like, okay, like, (laughs) I'm going to do it. But with all that confidence, you know, I know you, and I know that you have moments where it's kind of like, I know you have moments where you're kind of doubting self. Do you have any example of when you kind of wanted to give up yourself? times when I got overwhelmed with everything, and I felt like um, everywhere I went, something was blocking me from going forward, mm-hmm. and that's when I figured I needed to slow down and take my time. Um, actually, when I was out there in LA, it was getting rough. Money was getting low. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I kept going back and forth from Baton Rouge. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come to Baton Rouge, and then I'm going to just go back and forth. I was trying to still live this imaginary dream that I was going to still live in Baton Rouge and LA at the same time. Mm-hmm. You got to have a lot of money to do that. I didn't have money like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to keep, like I said, I had to keep on pushing. That's where the faith part came in. Mm-hmm. That's really 
faith came in because I wanted to just come back and say, you know what, I'm gonna just get a little building out here in Baton Rouge and just keep going and just keep pushing out here. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try. I'm, this is not for me. This must not be for me. Mm-hmm. No, it's not me because he put me there. He told me it wasn't going to be easy because every level of your life is another test to get to the next. Right. Everything you go through, and I was at that place. I mean, I was like literally like, about to say, you know what? I'm about to come home. We did. We had finished Creed. I was out there. I thought, you know, that was going to be the thing that just blow me up. No, that didn't go like that because it's one thing to be successful, but it's another thing to stay successful. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. When you got anything that you want, you got to put that work in. And I had to continue to put that. I thought I was putting work in. I had to put more work in. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was able to define myself, define my, define who I was, define my strength, define my mindset to see if I was really strong enough to be able to 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 keep moving forward, so I could stay out here and do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't quit. I didn't quit on myself. All the things I just said. I stayed persistent. I stayed consistent. I stayed focused. I didn't quit. Yeah. Who, who are some of your role models that you look up to and that you go to for that encouragement? I just going to sound weird. <laughs> uh, somebody asked me, this is, uh, somebody recently asked me, they said, I think that what they call they said, who's your, uh, who's your mentor? Yeah. I don't, I don't have one. Okay. Um, one of the only people that I do look up to and I take advice as far as on, 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 on career-wise is Michael B. Jordan. He opened the door for me. He didn't provide it for everything I have. Now he opened the door. And I watched him, and, I, and, and he's a person who I go to. And even if I got to, like, say I'm coming out with a new T-shirt or something like that, I will. he'll be the last person I ask because I know he's going to give me the raw truth. I actually did it today. <laughs> and when he says something, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> All right. I call my team. I say, launch it. Be very good because he gave me a chance to, to, to do what I need to do on a big platform. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we kind of did a favor for each other. I made him, but he wasn't Creed. And I was able to show the world that, you know what, this is what I could do. But he's, he's like one of the only people that I can really say, like, you know, just really was, was, was somebody I could look up to. You know, I don't have mentors. I don't have, like, a certain pastors I go to and this person and that. I don't have all that. I wasn't fortunate enough to have these people around me because a lot of stuff I did in life, I really did on my own. It's like a lot of figuring out things. Like, I did a whole lot of problem solving throughout life. I don't know how to have a degree in mathematics. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I was solving some problems throughout life, Right. But, you know, he is one of the people that I could say, you know what, I trust him not enough to say that, you know, if he says it's going to work, it's going to work. And, and, and that's like, that's, that's my, we were like family and I was one of my best friends and it shows. And he, he is that person to answer your question. He is that person that I can, I look up to. And it's because what he, what he has done for my life and my family and what, um, and the knowledge that he has in the industry that I'm in. You know, I, I didn't know I was going to be on television. I had no idea. I did some of the crazy TV show a long time ago. You know, care not to talk about it. <laughs> like, Please don't. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I had no idea that I was going to be on TV. But to kind of talk about speaking things to existence right quick, I'm not going to speak on long. Before I got on the Khloe Kardashian show, it was... November 2015, me and my friend Nikki Chu, she's a um, celebrity designer. I told her I, said I wanted to be on on TV, and so I got I got her, Nicole Murphy, Tisha Campbell, Yalisa, um, just a lot of different women, and we was going to do this little YouTube video of me being at the house talking about them, my relationships, cooking, fitness, and stuff like that. We never did it. January, I get a call. My assistant said, Corey, the Kardashian show reached out to you. They said, I want you to be on this show. I was just talking about being on television, and then it happened. My friends tell me all the time, they say, Corey, watch what you say, because everything you say comes true. Right. Everything I say comes true. That's why I try to stay positive and speak positivity in my life. Because the power of the tongue is so strong. Hmm. Right. That's why my mind, has all, my mind always has to be on the right path. 
But if I start speaking crazy, crazy is going to come my way. You know, but, you know, like I said, that was off a little bit, but back to what you said about Michael. Michael, I mean, somebody I look up to, Michael is that person. I can't think of nobody else at this moment. There's nobody else that really impacted my life like that. Um, he is the person that really helped change it. And, 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 and I told him, put me in the lane. You don't have to push me or, or take my hand. Just put me there, and I'm going to do the job, and that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So you talked about... Um just the power of the tongue and staying positive and stuff. And so those nights when you're alone in your bed and all this stuff is going on around you, what memory or, yeah, what memory are you using to, like, center you? Because we've talked about being centered before. So outside of, like, God and your favorite scripture, is there a memory that you hold on to that just, you know, kind of puts a smile on your face and helps center you and, and pushes you? My job. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, Ken. Um, that's my biggest fan. She's my biggest supporter. She's my biggest critic too. I'm sure. Yeah, it's true. Like if I'm not looking right, she. I, I was in the store. I had something on. She said, "You can't grab the back of my back and squeeze." She said, "Daddy, what is this?" She said, "You're not looking right." <laughs> what are you doing? And I like, but you know, Camilla been there since when I first started competing and stuff like that. She's seen me go through it. But Camilla, she's somebody I can look at, look back and just smile. I'm doing this for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, at times when I like outside of her, when I'm just sitting down, sometimes I just think like, "Wow, you really doing this." I think I do so. I, sometimes I, I do so much, so fast. I forget that I'm where I'm at today, mm-hmm. because I'm still the same person. I didn't change. I still look the same. Well, not look the same. I still mm-hmm. dress the same when I go to the gym. I still walk around the same. I'm the same person I used to be when I was in Baton Rouge, and and, and I didn't change. So I have to remember that you at another place in life. And I just, it makes me just sit there and be like, wow, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had a lot of, um, I always wanted to make my mother proud and my grandmother. My mm-hmm. grandma was, uh, she was everything to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I often, often think about, you know, them looking at me and seeing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and seeing if their baby is okay, you know. And that, that's something, that's that's things that make me want to just say, you know what, keep pushing. I'm big on making people proud. And the people that I'm trying to make proud, they're not even here today. Only one person, my child. Mm-hmm. And um, that's important to me. So, you know, those times when I'm sitting at home at nighttime, sitting in the bed just thinking. Sometimes I have literally been in the car. I remember driving one time, and tears started coming to my eyes. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because it was like, I was actually witnessing myself how good God has been to me. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I'm not supposed to be living right now. If you would have, if you, if you would have looked at how the story, the storyline was going, mm-hmm. I was supposed to be dead on jail. But God thought different. Right. That's because I believe and I trust in Him. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 every now and then, you know. Every now and then, I just have these moments. It just come out of nowhere, and it's like I just, I get, I get, I, they, they call it rejoicing in the car. I just don't be hollering like that. <laughs> I just be happy. I just be happy. I, I be, I really be excited about what's going on in my life, and the fact you know that I really controlled it. I can make my life either better, or I can make it sit still, or I can lose it. I can control each level of it. Nobody gonna control this. I really, I work for myself. Everything that I do, I do it on my own. I have my team, but I am the leader of that team. I am the boss of that team, and I control it all. And it's not easy. People just see me train; they don't know I run it. I have a business. I have a big. Uh, my training business is a world international business. It's a lot. So I deal with a lot from social media to television to me being on movies that's dealing with other people to online training training people the clothing line that's launching in July I'm telling you about that later I deal with so much and nobody knows because I'm the same person I move in silence 
Right. And it's a, it's a blessing. I just, I'm happy. I'm, I'm really, I used to ask me all this, I used to ask me this all the time. And I think you realize that we had a conversation maybe a year ago and you said, I can tell you're happy. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy. I'm happy to wake up in the morning. I may be tired and sore. I ain't gonna lie. I beat myself up. <laughs> but I'm actually happy. I'm happy to be where I'm at in life. And I'm only, I'm excited about what's going to happen tomorrow. Sometimes I go to sleep, I can't sleep that well because I can't wake up. I can't wait to wake up the next morning. This is, this is a true story. I cannot lie. I sound like Kevin Foss, but this is true. <laughs> I go to sleep sometimes and I get bad rest because I can't turn it off because I know how great I'm going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Two questions you ask yourself when you wake up in the morning. Are you going to be great or mediocre? If you feel like you're going to be mediocre, and I just recently said this on a radio station, hit the snooze button and go back to sleep because the world don't deserve a, don't deserve a mediocre you. Mm. It deserves the best version of yourself, so it will be great. I can't sleep that sometimes because I know how I'm about to turn up the next day. All right, now. This is true. I believe everybody should feel like that. If we all felt like that about self, this world would be a much better place. If we stop doubting ourselves, stop thinking that we can't do this, we can't do that, this world would be a better place because it all starts with you. Take yourself that serious to be the best version of yourself. Depression, heartache, all that mental stuff that starts with you, you can control that. The mind is a powerful thing. That's why they say don't let it go to waste. Yeah, it did not go to waste. And you um, have motivated me. Right, <laughs> me too. I'm about to, you know, I'm saying, I can't wait to go to sleep so I can wake up and be like, right. I'm not meeting. Okay. And I feel like I hit snooze like every morning, but not tomorrow morning. You better know it. <laughs> that <laughs> core with the jewels, with the teeth. Right. <laughs> so you... Um, talked a little bit earlier about like kind of stepping out like I know you stepped out on your comfort zone by leaving Baton Rouge and moving to LA and when I was talking to my student the other day I really realized that for a lot of people when they are in this headspace where they feel like oh they just don't want to go on they're just afraid to deal with their stuff what is I mean something practical or maybe something you know a little free advice maybe that you tell your clients like when they're just afraid to, like, move forward? Um, and when people approach me with that, it's almost like stop fighting yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop battling yourself. Stop being afraid what's behind that door. It's almost like you live your, you live your life in fear because you're scared of what's going to be your next step. You're so comfortable being set in a box. I have this whole box concept. It's like you got your people that live in a box. You got your people that live right around the box where the box is just there as a safety net. But you got the people that don't have a box at all. The people that don't have a box, is a box at all realize that the sky is really the limit. You have to stop being so afraid of being what's the best for you, of getting what's best for you. Um, it, it literally happens all the time. Every day, especially in fitness, man. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You get so many people that say they, they you, you, today, um, um, I don't know if you know who Esther Dean is. She played on um, Perfect perfect Pitch. Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. He's also a big time screenwriter, uh, writer. We was talking about working out and stuff. And she was saying, like, I want this, I want that, I want that, but I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we want things in life, but we don't want to do the work for it. Mm-hmm. Which she is, she's a She's a great individual, let me just say that. Um, but most people are afraid. And it's almost like, what are you afraid of? If we can stop being so afraid of ourselves, that confidence. You're afraid of what could be great for you because you're afraid to just take that step. If you really want it, you should do it. What's really going to stop you? Right. Fear is... And, and that's, that's, the, that's the biggest thing I could tell people. Stop being afraid of the unknown. If you don't want it to be the unknown, go find out what, go find out what it is. Mm-hmm. Courage. 
And all that goes back to the mindset. Right. Fear is a mental, it's a mental part. That's mental. You don't have to be scared. You can take that step. You can take that leap. You have to really, really want it. You have to live fearless and have faith that it's going to work out. That's it. A lot of people are afraid of their journey because they say, you know what, what if? Or what if I get up there and it, it falls apart and doesn't work out? Well, what if you get up there and it works out and you become great? Mm-hmm. Either you're going to sit there, you're going to continue to stand there and sit there and be complacent, or you're going to get up and you're going to do something about it. You don't get time back. We're not, we're, not, we're not that gifted. We can't get time back. So the more you sit there and wait because you're scared, the more days you're losing, the more setback you're getting. But it's still you. It's you versus you. You can't be afraid of yourself. <laughs> you versus you. Right. I like that. Right. That's powerful. Right. Uh, so, Corey, um, now that you have gotten our whole lives together, uh, <laughs> I'm probably about to go out and just, like, start 12 businesses. Um, <laughs> right. Work out in, in my spare time you right know what I'm <laughs> and keep on pushing because it's me versus me hello all right so what uh let us let the people know what you have coming up what do you have going on um i'm actually uh just finished like i said I just finished uh black panther we just wrapped today um uh, i am coming out with a new clothing line uh, it's going to be launching this this July, 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 August. It's a real clothing line. It's something you're going to be able to find in the top shop. And Foot Action and Foot Locker is my company. I don't want to say the name of everything, but I do have a clothing line coming out. Just follow me on my social media outlets. Um, I have a, I have more TV. You're going to be seeing me on your TV screen pretty soon. Again, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. another TV show. Um, <clears throat> I'm also just seeing me uh, in the next couple of fashion weeks. I just signed with MMG Model Agency out of New York. Uh, so you'll be seeing me doing that, a um, couple commercial stuff. Um, what else? Right. Comma, 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 comma. Okay. It's in the overflow. Go ahead. Go ahead, Corey. Corey from New Orleans, Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? Doing big things. Great things. Uh-oh, you heard me. coming back. He lost it. Find me anywhere, like you say, on my Instagram, Mr. Kaye, on my Twitter, Mr. Kaye, Facebook, Corey Kaye, Snapchat, D Mr. Kaye. If you can, you can Google me. Something is going to come. You can find me. But find me, follow me. I have something to say. I'm not using this platform for the, the, the women and the clothes and the money. I'm using it to inspire people to help shape a generation that I'm in right now. Right. That's my goal. That's my. That's my. That's my, my campaign. Like, I really want to help people to become the better versions of themselves. Right. That's my goal every day. So, you know, this is a, this is, this is, this is my life. My life is a story. It's a journey. And I'm going to continue to try to inspire everybody who, you know, under the sound of my voice, even the people who's going to be listening to this podcast. Like, we have something to talk about. I have something to say. Listen. And I hope I can continue to inspire you and make you better. Right. And if y'all want to see Corey in action, seriously, please check out Khloe Kardashian's Revenge Body. Because when I watched it, (laughs) I was like laughing out loud. (laughs) And a little part of me just tries really hard not to support Corey. But. Ain't that something? Right. (laughs) I know. But I like, seriously, I was just like so excited. I was like, that is, he is in his element. He's doing so good. I mean, I think I put on clothes to like go work out. So if you guys need some instant motivation, I would check that out. And again, he gave you all of his social media. Instagram, Mr. Kaye. Okay, that is how it's pronounced. I'm sure a lot of people pronounce your last name wrong. <laughs> they do. They get it right. We start, we, we start to change. It was LeCalier, Collette. It's work. They start to call Mr. Kaye. They get it. So the Kaye way, that's me. That's me. Yes. I have my weight. That's it. So you, you they, they working on it. We get it. We get it together. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Corey. Yes, and we appreciate you. <laughs> we will be right back with our final thought. Hey, guys. It's Brand here with a final thought. Oftentimes, it's human nature to quit when things get too hard or we're rejected. But it's through our perseverance and determination that we find our reward. Galatians 6 and 9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Giving up is taking the easy way out. Push through and continue to stay positive. Wake up every day to be great and not mediocre, as Corey says. (laughs) Remember, guys, God is in the details.